Let's see if that works. Mm-hmm. Well, we lost all the... Oh, it's preamble. Preamble again. Yeah. Because the footage has been corrupted, so I can't... Oh. I can't do it. Oh, we lost all that beautiful preamble about fans. Oh, right. And, uh, how the windmills of Cyprus... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know anything about of that. ...against it. No, it's wind power. It's all right. The whole of Cyprus. I think, I don't know. When I went to Cyprus, there was a few windmills, wind turbines. Apparently, they kill lots of birds. I can imagine that's true. But they, they don't go very fast. Uh, like it's not like they're spinning fast. Yeah. They're just turning slowly. But birds, I don't know, they get hit by planes, don't they? So makes sense yeah. they get hit by a windmill. Yeah. It could happen. I mean, birds aren't particularly clever. They could be. Could be well, you've just got a text from birds. Fuck off, mate. We're well clever. We've got our own cell reception. Sorry. Stuff like that. It's, uh, no, Vix is out shopping and I need to. I forgot to put something on the list. The oh, staple. Quick. Hobnobs. Big <laughs> hobnobs stat. Chicken. <laughs> Coffee beans. Get the sardines out. Was it sardines for breakfast? I can't remember what fish. Oh, it used to be mackerel. No, I haven't had that mackerel. in a while, actually. Oh, they got away from you. You just stopped fishing. I just just switch things up, mix it up. Now it's fuck um, off mackerel. Switch the meat to chicken sausage, which is quite nice actually. Yeah, chicken sausages are good. Yeah, but uh, yeah, better the mackerel. I don't know why. You could, I don't know. Starting the day with the mackerel, it's too small a fish. I said it before. It's smaller than a fish. <laughs> are you one? You, I, I'm more of a trout. Well, it's got to be. It's got to be large enough to uh, like claim victory for the day. It feels right. like eating clothes pegs eating mackerel. Like you can catch a clothes peg pretty easily, right? It's not a challenge to your humanity. Um, I mean, if someone's holding it open, I guess you could. Holding it open? Well, yeah, they've got, to, they've got to clamp it onto the the line. If Catch a clothes peg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like pinch it, don't you? You preach up and pinch it. You've got yourself a clothes peg. Same deal with mackerel, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry if I'm boring you, Steve. No, sorry. Hunting a, mackerel like clotheslines. Been, been, been a busy, busy couple of days. I, are you still, wait, wait I, have I been mackerel fishing? I think I've been mackerel fishing. Mackerel fishing is the one where, it was, yeah, they, you get a line that's got like 10 hooks on it and you just dump it in the sea off the side of the boat. It off. And then you pick it up and miraculously suddenly there's 10 fish. Yeah, fishing's weird when you think about it. Yeah? You just, yeah, it's like you're... I think there's, there's a lot of similarities between fishing and like scrap metal salvage. That are pretty similar. Like you just kind of just let something, get, let some magnets in the sea. Then yeah. you get a Ferrari or something, don't you? Oh, I see people. Oh. Uh, oh. I, see, I see people fishing out like trolleys and bikes and stuff. And there's yeah. there's videos on TikTok like three parters of like guys with big strong magnets like putting them in the Thames and stuff. Oh yeah. And then they're like, oh god, big one here. Wait for part two. And then you watch part two and he's, he's like, oh, it's still big. Still pulling it. Oh my god, it's, it's gonna need a third part. <laughs> <laughs> third part is they're like, but please give to this charity. It's never something me. decent. It's never like a safe or something. Yeah, I've seen people put like uh, like change boxes you get under re- cash registers, and there's been like loads of coppers in there. Like, oh well. But like, I guess, I guess, river. but why? <laughs> why are people throwing tills in the in the river? Ah, there you go. Why no, wouldn't you just send it to the dump? True, but then it's more satisfying, isn't it? Oh, right. it so you do it purposely for someone to find it. Yeah, you add to society. Yeah. You add to history. 
Yeah. Right, because then some years down the line, some guy from Blackadder is going to be like, oh, we've started Time Team and we found <laughs> Tim's will or something that he threw in a river. And now he will forever be remembered. Oh. Did, like you, did you ever do a time capsule? I think I did. Yeah. Lost it. <laughs> no idea where. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Somewhere. No, somewhere. Yeah, someone will dig it up. Yeah, and I, I think I've done them with school and stuff, and they used to put stupid things in them. Never anything that yeah. I'd want to put in them. It is um, weird how school teaches you to bury things alive. Just bury that alive. Well, I mean, you put your like household pets in your time capsule, right? No. 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 Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't have fish anymore. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember this next year, and then you'll understand the concept of time passing. Mm. And that you get older and your dreams fade. Do you remember when you wanted to be a Power Ranger? Now you don't. Now you want to be a train. <laughs> You've grown up. Yeah, that's it. They'd, take, they'd do stuff like that and they'd write down like, oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? And this would be in like year one. And then they'd dig it up in year six and be like, oh, I wanted to be something different than what I want to be now. You failed. Yeah. <laughs> now go on to secondary school or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> They'll probably learn something from it. Yeah, just get kids out of the house. And did you did you have a school. did you have a face towel from primary school? Did you do that? No, no. It was quite popular around here. We like, used all, like we used like pri- wool towels or like cotton towels. No, all, all the primary schools made made their own tea towels and then they'd sell them to the parents. And it's basically the kid does like like draws like a little doodle. Every kid in school draws a little put a little picture of themselves. And right. writes their name under it, but right, really shit because kids can't write properly. Kids and then are stupid. they take all of them and put them on a towel with like the school emblem on it, and get them printed. <laughs> and then they sell the fucking thing to all the parents. Like, look at this shit thing that your kid did. Hey, okay, we've merchandised your kids. Your kids' shit drawings. Yeah, <laughs> ten pounds, and it'll go yeah. towards the fate. Yeah, you get less shy coconuts. See what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Got to fund it. Parents are stupid. Kids are stupid. Why not? Very true. Oh god. Cycle of life. I can't. Can't. I can't this week. Can't. Well, mm. yeah, well, yeah, well, you know, I, I, we're episode uh, two five six. Two five six. Two five six. Two five six. Yeah. Uh, you. Uh, how are you, Steve? I'm all, a busy I'm, couple of days. I'm all right, man. I'm. I'm fucking shattered. It's been a busy week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I finished up all the workshops and stuff this week. Um, You've stopped caring I've st- about I've stopped kids lying now. to kids. Yeah, right. Um, okay, I mean, good. not officially, but no, but professionally. In secret, in secret, you're still lying to kids. I but just as far now as it's the authorities know you've stopped. Yeah, now I just do it as a hobby. Before right. yeah. I was being paid for it. Hobby slash passion yeah. slash fetish. Yeah. yeah. So it's I had good. like two full days of that, and then two full day shoots, and uh, a lot of a lot of editing in between. Um, oh, oh, we went to um, we went to a village fete yesterday, and Yay. there was yeah, and there was um, like an impromptu impromptu. I think they they planned it, but it didn't seem very planned. An impromptu dog show with just any dog that showed up, um, and they did uh, they did they. He judged it on a couple of different categories and the guy came round like just please enter your dog because nobody's entering enough dogs. Well, d- nobody was entering <laughs> him because everyone was just like 
I, our dog's not good enough for a dog show. And he was just like, it's a village fair dog show. Like, we're not, we're just, people just want to see a bunch of dogs. Like, yeah. they, don't, <laughs> they don't care. Um, well, I don't, I don't know what one is, but I've been invited to one next week. Oh, right. And I don't know what it is. I assume they're like, this dog has a glossy coat, have a ribbon. Yeah, well, is that, is it that's that just it. They, they, well, so this one, they, they just picked their own criteria. They, they got all the dogs in like a ring and then they made us do like, like a lap. And it was like, you're judging the best behaved, the, the, the best looking and uh, the best handshake. And, um, right. and, um, Riley missed out on the on the best looking, which I'm I, I, I still think was a fix. Um, Could be the the best behaved. He never had a chance at really, um, right. but he won best handshake, which was good. And uh, like out of ten dogs, <laughs> which is it's a, it's a respectable prize to earn. Like put her there. I'm like all right. Yeah, he's like he's, he's a man. He's a dog of his word. Yeah. <laughs> so he'll get the job done. Yeah. I guess. So um, so. Yeah, in the past few years, Riley now has has more accolades than me. He's a bigger success. Yeah, a, a bigger, I would say. More more renown in the in the village now. Yeah, He's more people know who he is than they know who I am. And you're trying to promote local business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, it's Riley and that guy that stands behind Riley. Yeah, he does bakery videos. <laughs> but like, he's Riley's dude. All right, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. It's a really weird concept, but villages, I guess, are, prob- are probably weird concepts in themselves. Yeah, would there I mean, be a baby show? I guess there'd be a baby show if there's there a was, dog show. Uh, there was no baby show, but a baby show would creep me out a bit. But there was there was an impromptu tractor show afterwards. Oh, no, the best handshake. Let's <laughs> do. <laughs> Tractor's got a pretty horrible handshake. Yeah, oh, just okay. broke all my fingers. <laughs> Killed my dog. <laughs> I asked him to yeah. shake my hand and just ploughed that field over there. <laughs> just harvested my family. Oh, <laughs> fucking terrible. Yeah. But yeah, just please give us your dog so that we can ridicule it in public yeah. slash celebrate it in public. It's a roll of the dice. We'll see what happens. But villages, they've got to make their own entertainment, don't they? Bring yeah. out your dogs and we'll judge them. Okay. It's a yeah. weird judgment day. Less Terminators. More yeah, dogs I, shaking hands. I wasn't I wasn't sure about the about the dog show thing, but because they didn't take it so seriously, it was actually all right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I feel weird about it. I, 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 but I'm I'm a weird guy. It's fair. But enough. like, uh, yeah, I'd feel really weird about like someone being like, "Can we put your dog into this tournament?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was no like knockout rounds or anything. No. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> I'll kill you all. Just, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it makes sense if there's a baby show. But and there probably is a baby show. There's baby shows in America. There, there's those beauty pageants. Was like oh, how beautiful yeah, is this child? Weird. Yeah. So I reckon there's probably similar stuff. Yeah. The baby's got a shit handshake. You know that kind of thing. Yeah, it's just got no. I mean, the babies have got a good grip though. Maybe. Could probably. I reckon if you held one over a bridge, I reckon they wouldn't hold on as tight as you'd expect. <laughs> They'd just be like, I, wanna, I, wanna, I just want to let me go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I spend all day shitting myself and talking in a language that nobody understands. Just let's get it over with quick. Yeah. Baby bridge death. It's a good thing to start off with it. Oh, 
Oh, it's probably why this was in my mind. Did you? Uh, a bit of news this week. This has been everywhere, so I'm sure that you've heard it. Okay. Uh, the naked baby from the Nirvana album cover is suing Nirvana. Yeah, I did hear that. What a load of bollocks. <laughs> well, it's just... Because I, I, I think this is intended, intended to anger people. I don't know why it would anger people. It's fucking hilarious that a giant baby is suing a band. <laughs> But like it's, it's like it's just permanent a, emotional distress or something like that, and prostitution uh, because the baby was reaching for a dollar bill means it's I mean, a, a it's a prostitute baby. Um, but it's just like the it's the I get that this guy just wants some money, yeah, just wants some money, and he wants to, and he, he he was a baby once in a swimming pool. With Nirvana, or the photographer of Nirvana. And he was like, well, I could probably sue this for money. And everyone can go, that's fine. Do that. Exploit the system. No one cares. If you want to attempt a lawsuit, go for it. But don't try and say that you, it, what you were doing was child pornography. Yeah, no. It's like, yes, you were naked, but you were a baby and it doesn't quite count. And no. you were reaching for a dollar bill. It's a piece. It's an artwork piece. It's not like you were... They're not trying to say you were actually a prostitute. Or maybe they were, but it was the message of the artwork, not the intention of the photographer. I think I read that, like, the original photo, like, they they asked... It it was like at a pool party or something like that, and they asked the dad if they could take the photo. And (laughs) the dad's conditions were, um, yes, you can do it, but I want $200 um, and a party. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they're like, yeah, all right, fair enough. No. So that got paid. Yeah, well, I'll go into it. Uh, yeah, the man who was photographed naked underwater as a baby and later ended up on Nirvana's iconic Nevermind album cover filed a lawsuit Tuesday, alleging he was a victim of child pornography. The album shows him swimming in a pool um, as a then-infant. It's a weird term. Mm. But as a then-infant with his penis exposed. Um, it includes a digital imposition of a dollar bill on a fish hook that the baby looks like he's trying to grab. Their cover was widely considered a rebuke of capitalism. Um, non-sexualized photos of infants are generally not considered child pornography under law, but the lawyer alleges the inclusion of the currency in the shot makes the baby appear like a sex worker. Oh, shit. Sure. <laughs> Again, you go under the context of you're just trying to sue to make some money Make up whatever shit you want. Fair enough. But don't try and make, like, don't try and become a victim in this. Mm. You're just trying to exploit the system for money. That's, if, they, if you're that upfront and honest about it, you go, well, the system's a bit weird and fucked up anyway. Yeah. Fine, do it. But don't try and make yourself, well, I was, I was a hooker. <laughs> uh, Eden is asking for at least $150,000 from each of the defendants, who include surviving band members Dave Grohl and Chris Novoselic, Courtney Love, uh, Guy Osiri and Heather Parry, who are managers of Cobain's estate, photographer Kirk Weddle, art director Robert Fisher, and a number of existing or defunct record companies that released the album over the last 30 years. Uh, the original Nirvana drummer, Chad Channing. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Chad Channing. was also named as a defendant, even though he wasn't in the band in 1990. He was replaced by David Grohl at that time. So just... Any previous drummers as well. Yeah. (laughs) Anybody who hummed up the song before it was written, please. (laughs) 
please do that. Uh, Weddell took a series of graphic nude photographs of Spencer, the suit says, to ensure the, the album cover would trigger a visceral sexual response from the viewer. I don't think... I don't it's, think they're graphic. No, and it's not triggering a visceral sexual response. No. It's not... It's not intended to be seductive. Weddell activated Spencer's gag reflex before throwing him underwater. What? To give him a... Apparently, to change the expression on the baby's face, they activated the baby's gag reflex before throwing him underwater. Okay. Uh, to highlight and... In poses that highlight and emphasise his exposed genitals. Uh, in 2008, Spencer's father, Rick, recounted the 1991 shoot to NPR. He said his friend, Weddell, the photographer, in quotes, calls us up and was like, hey, Rick, want to make 200 bucks and throw your kid in the drink? The father recalled. I was like, what's up? And he's like, well, <laughs> this is a father speaking. <laughs> this is a father of a baby prostitute speaking. Yeah. I was like, what's up? And he's like, well, I'm shooting kids all day this week and don't. Don't, why don't you meet me at the Rose Bowl, throw your kid in the drink, and we just have a big party at the pool? And then, like, no one had any idea what was going on. <laughs> so it sounds like he's with it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, What's up? <laughs> What's up? I want to photograph your kid naked. Whoa, that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I'll pay you 200 bucks. All right. Why don't you throw your kid in the drink? <laughs> okay, fair enough. But slightly surreal and slightly weird, but... If, if you remove all the victimhoodness, then yeah, people, you know, people sued Bleach for having do not drink on it. You're improving the legal system and you're pointing out a hole in it. They sued it for, it for not like, having or for having. For not having do okay. not drink. So, you know, the, all those like stupid legal cases that happened over yeah. the past decade. Like being of, sued like, because my coffee was too hot. Yeah, and it's like, I get that it's stupid and you're a worse person than the average person, but fuck it, you're, you're, you're playing with the system and you're just trying to point out things and you're taking advantage, but I don't care, so go forth. But if you're being like, well, actually, it hurt me inside. Yeah. Like, well, no, just no one cares about your emotions. <laughs> but uh, so long as the baby appears as the baby, I don't mind. Oh, the, in, in similar news, the tiger who came to tea is being uh, suggested to be removed because of all the rape and harassment, activists have said. I haven't read much of the tiger who came to tea. No, never is heard there much of rape? it. You never heard of it? Never heard of it? It's no. like a children's book. Yeah. I, 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 as in, like, yeah, pri primary school, it was, like, around. I don't think I ever read it. But, yeah, it's about a tiger who comes by, comes by and has a, has a brew. Okay. And it goes home, I think. But in between the lines, I think apparently there's a lot of rape and harassment. Children's stories That's such as the tiger who came books. to tea. Oh, yeah. Well, it's all under the covers, isn't it? I mean, like, it depends how you frame it, right? Like, Little Red Riding Hood is about some kind of disguise-wearing serial killer trying to eat children. There, are, I always remember just... like these things and, and people being like, "Well, it's it's about a woman having her period for the first time and stuff like that." It's just like I'm, I'm not. Sh I mean, maybe, but can be. I, That's I... the point of these stories that they can be interpreted in a number of ways. Yeah. Well, little red riding hood's cloak was red. That means menstruation. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it does. Yeah. Maybe it means something else. And every she's woman goes through that period in her life where she's visited by three bears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, you know, pickiness. I mean, really, that's about Chernobyl when you think about it. I mean, <laughs> Chernobyl was a bit too hot. You know, yeah. I mean, 
somewhere else is a bit too cold. Mm. So they all went to Kettering or something <laughs> like that. But yeah, they're trying to um, ban these old school books. I haven't got much of it because it was privatised. Uh, but this is, yeah, children's stories such as The Tiger Who Came to Tea are causing sexual harassment and rape because they reinforce harmful gender stereotypes. And uh, apparently it includes an old-fashioned portrayal of women. The old-fashioned women who have tea with tigers stereotype, um, I mean, which is very harmful to society. It sounds pretty badass, to be honest. Well, I mean, maybe they're saying that... I mean, again, I don't know the rest of the article, but maybe they're saying that if a tiger comes in your house and women are just expected to make a cup of tea for them, <laughs> then it's going to, it's to going be honest, to lead to I don't think gender really has anything to do with it. If a tiger is in my house and it and it asks for a cup of tea, I'm going to make it a brew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw. Um, uh, I've, I've, I can't remember. I mentioned it last week, but I saw a victim of a tiger attack recently, and his face was just an eye. Oh. That's all that was left. He went in to take a selfie, and it was just an eye with no socket. Wow. Oh God. All is this, this, is this from following Tom Segura or something? No, this is just I've got a, a friend. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> just, who, like, I think uh, we got into a conversation. We, we chat every now and then. And, um, yeah, we were talking about something horrific that I saw recently. He's like, you think that's horrific? Oh, no, yeah, I showed him the horrific video of a man being pulled into a, what was it called? A tithe, a plythe. So it's something that spins really fast. A lathe. A lathe. Man got pulled oh, no. by the head. Oh, and, uh, it was, yeah. He he went from human being to just fog very quickly. Oh, and it's it's that I got from Tom Segura. <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, that was I watched that. I was like, that's pretty horrific. I'll show you this to my friend who works with lathes. Yeah, and he was like, oh, these make these help me be safe. So he sent me loads of loads of videos. <laughs> so yeah, one of them was a guy <laughs> tried to take a selfie with a tiger. Another one, similarly, was a guy who played with fireworks in his kitchen. Again, just like the lower jaw of a person was left. Christ. Pretty, uh, pretty horrific. But yeah, sexist tiger who came to tea. Stop having tea with tigers, people. <laughs> it's sexist. Oh, what's going on with my camera? One sec. I need to see if that... It was recording, but now it's repairing data. What does that mean? One second. Well, it's a pause. So does it still have footage? Yes, it still has footage. We're just going to pray. All right. Just going to hope that it's working, really. It uh, says it's got frames from before. Who knows? Maybe it was a tiger who came in and asked for a frappuccino or something. <laughs> Uh, you got some uh, stuff from the audience this week. Oh. Always, always fun. Uh, a man has been arrested and a police officer hurt as protesters cited an ancient clause of the Magna Carta in an effort to take back Edinburgh Castle. <laughs> <laughs> I remember reading this when this happened. Uh, something about, yeah, people were trying to take Edinburgh Castle back. Edinburgh Castle was under siege. Um, I don't know why people want it back. I'm assuming it's already there. Maybe yeah. it's an overbearing castle. Who are you know. taking it from? And where are you tr going to try and take it to? Where are you going to put it? Yeah. Yeah, it's difficult where you put all these knickknacks like Edinburgh Castle. Yeah. What do you do with it? Most Historic. people just buy something from the gift shop. Yeah, I want the whole castle, please. <laughs> 
Uh, Historic Environment Scotland said that a group of about 20 people entered the castle yesterday afternoon without paying and then refused to leave. Police were called to the scene about 5pm and a man was arrested. So 20 people tried to besiege Edinburgh Castle. You need more than that, it's pretty heavy. It's pretty, well, it's, it's invadable. I guess Troy was like seven people, right? Was it? I don't know. Well, the horse. No. no. Yeah, how many people you can put in a horse? No, that's Trojan, isn't it? Yeah, but it happened in Troy. Oh, did it? Is that Trojan the same horse. thing? Right, okay. The tr- Troys are, people who live from Troy are the Trojans. I don't, history, I don't know history. Yes, uh, it's all in the past, isn't it? But yeah, that footage shared on social media uh, showed protesters claiming they were seizing the castle under Article 61 of the Magna Carta. We're seizing this castle. Yeah. Why are you here? Well, we're seizing it. Yeah, but why are you telling me about it? Can you just do it and leave me alone? In the 13-minute video, a woman said the castle belongs to the people. Cambridge died again. Technical beans! Why is it dying? Repairing the data. I think you need a new SD card. Maybe. One around here somewhere. But it worked fine, I believe. Last record. It's the same card. Uh, maybe if I blow on it like a Nintendo cartridge. That might work. Heard that works. Exclamation mark. My closing. Take three. All right. Take three. See how it goes. At least I'm noticing it. That's the important thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, so then the 13-minute video, a woman said the castle belongs to the people and that Scots have been lied to all our lives. Ah, oh, lies. Castle of lies. <laughs> <laughs> what, what lies? Just lies. All of our lives. The protesters had taken the castle back, she said. Finally. This will create change. Is that well, castle what, now? What do they want to do with it? Don't know. Well, it's, it's their territory now. They own it. Until oh, yeah. they eventually realise that it needs, like, maintenance and, like, you know, cleaning. Got I'm clean sure castle. 20 protesters are going to be able to take the, the castle back from the, the, the Ministry of Defence. Well, this is my whole thing about, like, people like, uh, oh, if we've, if we've all got... If you've all got uh, guns and stuff, we can rebel against the government. It's like even if it was gun versus gun, they still go. All right, you can you can destroy us, the government, but then you won't have any medicine. You know that, right? What? Yeah, we've got all the medicine as well. So have you got all the medicine as well? No, we haven't got the medicine. Overthrow us then, see how it goes. <laughs> we, you've got more firepower than us, sure, but we've got medicine. We've also got you know like laws and prisons. Do you have you got those? No. Well, <laughs> we've got a castle. You haven't, you haven't thought this through. <laughs> Even if you kill the government, you then have to replace the government with the government, right? I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah. So yeah, think it through. So if you're going to steal a castle, figure out what you're going to do. But yeah, so Edinburgh's li- uh, liberated again. Edinburgh Castle, anyway. Nice. It's been uh, liberated by the Magna Carta. You know, the audience. What is the Magna news? Carta? Can't remember. Yeah. 
It was some kind of legal document, wasn't it? So it was like, you know, you know, the Americans have got their big constitution. Yeah. I think it was the same, but like for Romans, I think. Okay. Something like that. I tell you what, we're a bit short on news this week. Let's have a look up the Magna Carta. <laughs> Something like that. Explore its... Oh, my God, this is a whole website. Who knew? I'm not going to... No. Featured people. King John and Henry III to Pope Innocent III. <laughs> <laughs> Pope Innocent III. <laughs> Who's he? Pope fucking guilty. No, 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 yeah. no, no. <laughs> Trying to reinvent myself. I'm the innocent Pope, the third one, you know. <laughs> the other two. Mm. <laughs> pope innocent the third. And Robert Fitzwalter. All right. I'm going to look up Pope Innocent the third and we do a whole video on him. <laughs> it doesn't sound very innocent, but fair no. enough. Um, in other, yeah, see a Magna Carta was some kind of document, Romans, English apparently, some kind of thing, we'll look yeah. up in other so audience submitted news, Japanese toy maker Takara Tomi has come up with an e-grandchild named Ami Chan <laughs> so they're selling rob robotic grandchildren right. to try and soothe the concerns of <laughs> grandchildren Parents, I, I guess. guess yeah, because people because people aren't having kids. Like, yeah. Well, is a is a robot child. Shut up. <laughs> Deal with it. Yeah. Just like um, I can't remember what they what animal they did this with. I think it was dogs. But it was like a dog that you know missed puppies or was feeling maternal. They just gave it a load of like chickens. Yeah. And but like, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> You're all fine. Everything's fine now, right? What is this new world? <laughs> I'm a chicken dog. Something like that. Um, yeah, Ami Chan boasts a 1,600-word vocabulary and utilises facial recognition to identify each grandparent and address them by name once it is registered in her memory bank. So that's good. Recognises mm. grandparents. That's I must good. admit, I, I didn't find many reputable sites that have reported this, so it could be like a rumour. Could okay. be a thing. It could also be like something that no one really wants to talk about because it's too. I don't know. Maybe it's like the Candyman. If you talk about electronic grandchildren three times, suddenly the world is filled with them. Yeah. The state-of-the-art smart grandchild will only be sold on an online shop. Takari Tommy Mall for twenty-seven and a half thousand yen. She will go on sale from August 27th and all models will be sold before 15th September will be guaranteed to be delivered in time for Respect for the Aged Day, September 20th. Respect for the Aged. They won't Here's know this one. They, they won't know it's not real. <laughs> I don't see... To be honest, I don't see a big problem with it. It's just a weird societal shift. It's odd. This is your Definitely. grandson, Sony. Yeah. Yeah, remember to charge them every night. Yeah. Otherwise, they die. Come along, Goodmans. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, I reckon you, mim mimicking that kind of relationship has benefits, I'm sure. You know, yeah. being able to do that. But it's just, it gets very Black Mirror-y. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I mean, there is, a, there is a big thing about kind of like social hierarchy and, and having matriarchs and patriarchs and stuff in the family. Like, it is, it is a thing. But, like, I, I don't know how much that's helping. Like, I just wanted you to have a child. Well, I invented this robot, so you would shut up. <laughs> yeah, just shut up. 
And yep. here's your Mother's Day. Here's your, yeah, happy whatever day you need. Shut up. Yeah, happy. I hope you don't take it in the bath with you. Yeah. Have fun. <laughs> I don't know. It's like I imagine like that whole thing we covered ages ago. But like if a, um, a I think it's like a late term pregnant woman or a new pair or new parents, if they lose their baby, then um, they give they let them keep the corpse in a freezer box Ooh. so that they can introduce it to the family still yeah. and have those like and then which, which is I, and I've met people who have experienced this so it's not even like oh yeah. it's a random online thing and it's like yeah and they take it to the park to and put it on the swing and stuff yeah because like when drop you drop it down the slide when you're expecting a baby you've got all of these plans in your head and yeah. for them to not exist and is more traumatic than to do it with a frozen baby yeah, well it was, i think it was proven less traumatic to have like a to, to have more of kind of like physical closure about it yeah yeah and it, it, so it's I, I imagine if that's real then like i imagine if you were to have a robot child that like reacted like a baby that you could kind of have that same kind of mimicked relationship with mm. there would be benefits in some way it's just one of those societal um uncanny valleys of like is this still real or is this not real and this is new to society but what's the deal yeah there's gonna be androids running around eventually anyway yeah so might as well start them off as grandchildren see how they go <laughs> don't know how's it gonna go in other audience-participated news, a Kazakhstan bodybuilder who married his sex dolls has now fallen in love with an ashtray and plans to give it a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> We've covered. Th I covered this guy a lot. I haven't heard uh, well, this new one. But I, th I, th I, I thought it was the same guy as well. But I can't remember if it's the same guy. His name is Yuri Tolok. That's the one. Yuri. Is that the guy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Same cool. guy. Yeah. Married yeah. and divorced, and then he, he he married another one that was also a frog, I think, or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And now, so he must have he must have split up with that one as well. Now he's moving on to ashtrays. Ashtrays. Yuri Soloko, who identifies himself as pansexual, claims that he can make love to anything, from a character to an image, a soul, or in quotes, <laughs> just a person. You name it, I'll fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Toloko married his first sex doll Margot in November 2020 after dating mm -hmm. her for eight months. He later divorced Margot to marry his two new playmates, Lola and Luna. I do remember us covering this. Yeah. He, was now full, he has now fallen in love with an ashtray that he saw in a club. <laughs> <laughs> now, again, I want to be absolutely clear. I don't, I'm not king-shaming in any way. If you fall in love with an ashtray, I'm, I'm very happy for you. Like, it's a wonderful, love is a wonderful thing. I just love that it's obvious, he's obviously portraying this as something that's like two star-crossed lovers met eyes across a bar, but one of them was an ashtray. Uh, I just find that <laughs> image really funny. Well, it's just, he, he just took the training wheels off everything and where everyone else is just like, oh, am I going to meet the right person? And like, go, yeah. to the, go to this, maybe by chance I'll come across them. He's just like took all the boundaries away it's like i could I, I could meet anything i and could give this ashtray a vagina yeah yep. yeah there's no limits to my love no limits and, and that, again it's a good thing it's just a funny image to me uh he says the ashtray could make a new addition to his family he posted on instagram at first i just arranged a photo shoot with the ashtray but then it began to attract me 
I wanted to touch it again. Smell it. I love its brutal scent. The touch of metal on my skin. It's really brutal. I also like that it's got a story. That it's not new. That it has served many people and continues to serve them. So he likes the backstory, oh. the career of this ashtray. Well, that's good though. The fact that they get they're getting married and he and he doesn't he's not making it give up its job. Yeah, you know, keep keep work, keep doing what you love. Yeah, it's just you know partnership. We should keep on. Uh, we should keep this going. Yuri said that he was allowed to spend some time alone with the ashtray. Some time. So someone was like, "You want to be alone with the ashtray? I'll give you five minutes, and then I want it back." Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Yuri decided it would look great in his harem. That's good. He went on, I didn't want to buy a new ashtray or that they give it to me forever. I want it to continue to work to benefit people. I love this story. I could also insert an artificial vagina in the tube into the hole. (laughs) (laughs) I love it story. I'm just going to add my own twist. My friends accept my decision. Sometimes they laugh and say I'm crazy. But they like and love what I do, and it's important for them that I am happy. The muscle man said earlier. Recently, he revealed that he is open to dating a human on one condition, that they like his dolls. I think that's fair enough. I was in a real relationship in the past about seven years. Um, It's interesting and important for me, and in the future, maybe I will have a real person, but it's important that she or he likes my dolls too. Mm. So fair enough. I mean... I'm trying to rem- I guess I would say, you know, if, if you if I, I've, I've sensed with some people they're weird around my dog, that's definitely been a red flag that I've paid a lot of attention to. Maybe it's the same for dolls. Yeah, or people you, who love dolls. Don't be weird around my ashtray. Yeah, don't. Sorry, don't, Susan. Don't, don't be judge weird around my Susan. Sex, yeah, don't judge my sexy ashtray. Yeah, it's uh, it's part of my harem. Yes, anyway, that is a vagina. What do you do for work? <laughs> Are you an ashtray? <laughs> Yeah, it's just the it's just the important romantic uh, focus that I find funny. In other listener-related news, a pastor in Zambia has died after attempting to resurrect himself in the same way that Jesus did. I As think in Jesus it, died first before he was resurrected. Yeah, you can't. Well, no. Well, so he's on the right track then. You can't be resurrected unless you first died. This is true. So and what well, he crucified his idea himself. Was, well, he buried himself alive for three days. Oh, well, Jesus didn't do that. He didn't do it in completely different conditions. No. Jesus was in a cave with a rock over it, I think. Yeah, he wasn't. He was, yeah, like on a, on a plinth, like laid out and everything, the body, and yeah. then they, they just blocked off the cave. Yeah, this guy just buried himself. James Sakara, 22, was found dead after being dug back up in the Zambian town of Chidiza. Sakara, the pastor of the Zion Church, had convinced his congregation that he could resurrect in three days, mimicking Jesus Christ, and requested that he be buried beneath the earth. Maybe he's just a big fan of David Blaine. Yeah. But David Blaine could do it. I can be Jesus. I, th- I, th- I think, yeah. He 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 does all the Jesus stuff, doesn't he? Does he has he done other stuff that Jesus did? Supposedly, there was one of them that, that tried walking box. on water. Um, yeah. Sat in a box in London. Oh, sat in a box, yeah, and stood on a on a massive uh, plinth in Times Square or something like that. Yeah, like froze a big, himself. Uh, tall thing, froze himself. Yeah. Yeah, uh, underground. Yeah, he did the buried alive thing. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Buried in a box. Held his but breath again, he was for in a, a while. Box. He wasn't just like buried in dirt. No. no I mean, and that then will just kill came you. Back. 
Well, it did. Before attempting the resurrection, Zakara quoted from the Bible and explained that Christ's instructions to his disciples to do this in remembrance of me on the night he was betrayed actually referred to his resurrection, not just the use of bread and wine. So he's saying that Christ is actually talking about you guys burying me alive right now. This is, this is the real deal. Um, his three assistants tied his hands together, buried him alive, where he remained for three days. When they um, came to dig him up, they discovered his lifeless body and attempted to conduct spiritual rituals. However, he still remained lifeless. Uh, his following realised his resurrection attempt had, had proved fruitless. Oh, it's a fruitless resurrection. Yeah, I mean, they need bring the fruit. They needn't have waited three days. They could have waited five minutes. Yeah, he's back. Yeah, welcome back. Well, he's I'm Christ now. He's he's still dead. He's dead. Yeah, one of the people who buried him alive has handed himself into the police. The other two were on the run, as ah. Christ intended. As the Bible doth say, <laughs> don't talk to the police. <laughs> <laughs> the pastor left behind a young pregnant wife. Oh. Well, maybe he just didn't want to be a father. It's fair enough. Just <laughs> Fuck it. bury just me alive. Me yeah, I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, three days. Three days will be enough for me to fucking die. Yeah. Um, also, some uh, random facts sent in by viewers. Uh, we've got, uh, in Japan, uh, Itsukushima, Japan, also known as Miyajima, is considered to be a sacred place and is home to many ancient shrines and temples. To maintain its purity, death is, has been banned um, until the 19th century. Along with childbirth, so it was illegal to die and give birth on this island. And residents were shipped to nearby islands to be treated and killed. There are no cemeteries on the island because no one dies there. <laughs> right. So that's always good. Yeah. It's also illegal to die in Longyearbyen, Norway, one of the world's most northerly cities located on the archipelago of Svalbard. Permafrost and frigid temperatures prevent the dead from decomposing. Oh, yes, yeah, so you're disease. not allowed to... It's illegal to... Yeah, they have to ship your body away or you have to leave when you're about to die or something like that. Yeah, you go on like a death holiday. Yeah. You just go away and die because if you die there, you don't, you never decompose. Yeah. And that's a bad thing. Yeah. It's bad to decompose. Can't do that. And that was, almost that, uh, that was up until 1950. And then in Spain, the mayor of the town, Jose Rubio, in 1999, banned death. According to reports from the time, he felt the town cemetery was a bit too overcrowded for souls to get decent eternal rest. <laughs> um, so he banned, die. don't die anymore, because there's yeah. no more room at the cemetery. Well, you get no rest here, it's too cramped. Yeah, it's just, it's time we all stop dying, yeah. eh? Yeah. Stop it. There's cosy and there's small, and it's just too small. And the afterlife is too vast. Don't want to yeah. limit the afterlife, right? Yeah. Uh, it's also China also made it illegal to reincarnate um, as of the 14th century without a permit. Ill illegal. <laughs> yeah, you need a permit to be reincarnated. You got um, you got a permit to be a snail. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't looked too much into this, but I think from reading a brief amount of this is that is what a Buddha is. A Buddha is someone who is reincarnated as a person. I think. Right. In one of the cycles? I don't know. Okay. Um, t -t -t Although the ruling Communist Party is an officially atheist organisation, it is perennially uncomfortable with forces outside of its control and has for years demanded the power to regulate the supernatural affairs of Tibetan Buddhist figures, determining who and who cannot be reincarnated. 
Um, so there's like a state religious affairs bureau, which has an article five, a law that authorized authorized the authorities passed in 2007 to govern reincarnation. One must have recognition from the religious world and the temple to reincarnate, he said. Mm -hmm. So I like the uh, so a, a lot of people think this is just a scam because the Chinese government is selling like a thousand reincarnation passes a year that you just have to buy. That uh, you don't have to buy them, but if you want to reincarnate, you have the art chance at reincarnation. It's important to have the right documents to hand. Yeah, yeah. I, they, it's it's like when you when when you're arrested in the states and stuff like that. It's like license registration. Keep your hands on the wheel. Ten and two. All of that shit. Like you. Who were you in a past life? The same as anywhere. It's like if you if you if you try and get a flight without a boarding pass, you're not getting on the plane. This is true. We've got is true. security protocols, and it's doubly important when we're talking about something that's going to last all eternity. Well, I mean, we've gone through a lot of um, societal open, and you know, sexualities become more open and accepted in society. Maybe there's a lot of closeted reincarnated people who just to avoid all the red tape and bureaucracy and judgment they haven't told people that they've actually been reincarnated mm. so maybe it's about time people start being ashamed of previous lives as you know rhinos <laughs> or all the politics that will come with those yeah just come back as something i was thinking about that isn't there like a science thing where energy never disappears it just transmutes into something else yeah yeah so like all of the we did i remember we did that in science like we'd look at yeah. like it'd be like a picture of an engine and there'd be some arrows coming from it and it's like you'd have to write down what kind of energy was coming from it and so it'd be like all of the stuff that was being burned you'd have heat and kinetic energy and then you'd have like sound um, yeah, and yeah. all of that it all just gets transformed into something else yeah energy energy can neither be create, created nor destroyed or is that matter matter can something neither be like created that. nor destroyed but energy but it is like it doesn't just disappear else. it just it turns yeah. into something else but then that means right batteries hold energy right mm. so if you put all the energy into all the batteries there'd be like a little bit left over would that be enough for a battery with no energy within it or energy without a battery to contain it. Sounds interesting. Yeah. It's not. It's all bollocks. <laughs> but it's just something that I thought. It's like, well, you can't... If all the energy just translates to something else, why not put it with a big battery? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so if you're going to reincarnate, get a passport, please. Fair enough. Uh, another random fact. Uh, there's an illegal prime number. If you know it, you go to prison. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, there's an illegal number, and apparently the number is like the number that's used to, uh, what do they call it, prison break DVDs from different regional areas. Okay. Like there's a, a 1,401 digit prime number that is illegal to know or be written down. <laughs> so don't, don't know that number and you'll be fine. <laughs> It's also been used for like, uh, it's all about digital, you know, security, I guess. If it worked for DVDs, they're now using it for banks. Yeah. So if, so long, it's, if you know that number, you're going to prison. And <laughs> lastly, um, high heels have been illegal in Greece since 2009. Too many injuries or like... Too much damage of ancient structures. Oh. So people walking along the Parthenon, right. <laughs> like in high heels. 
causing yeah. damage. I never That's thought about that, but that makes sense because everyone, yeah. when that strip was built, was wearing sandals, so the weight distribution was much different. This is true. There's also less chewing gum back then. Yeah. Um, they found lots of, I think it was like ridiculous amounts of chewing gum off underneath benches from like 5 AD. <laughs> so they were like, no more chewing no more gum, gum, no more food. No yeah. more of this. Take your heels off, get some sensible <laughs> shoes. Yeah, it, make what sense. Are you yeah doing? it makes sense. But it's just funny, there's like, no heels. Heels are too damaging to, I mean, they may be damaging to the life of oppression or whatever whatever people say but also it's damaging the columns of the parthenon so yeah please stop yeah put on some decent shoes before you come <laughs> walking through history if you wouldn't mind <laughs> you're ruining the colosseum <laughs> <laughs> you're you you've ruined where jesus was resurrected now that guy in zambia is not going to come back <laughs> jeez do you mind uh, so yeah, don't wear high heels in Greece. No, it's illegal. And that's uh, that's from me and the audience this week. Fair enough. I've only got a Fair few. Um, it seemed like a fairly quiet week. Um, yeah. A uh, a lion sanctuary in South Africa is offering visitors a reverse zoo experience in which they're locked inside a plexiglass box and surrounded by lions. The reverse that zoo. Nice. Yeah. That sounds like an all right night, to be honest. <laughs> if you were going to have a, like, let's have a poker night, but let's have it surrounded by lions. <laughs> You'd be yeah. like, that sounds pretty good. Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's not bad. He <laughs> <laughs> said, uh, minors under the age of 14 are prohibited. Uh, I don't know why, um, but I, maybe. Trauma, I guess. Trauma, yeah. Scarred for yeah. life. Um, I woke up and I was surrounded by angry lions. <laughs> okay, don't remember anything. That else would be weird. To uh, I wonder if you can book it for stag dues and you can trank the guy before, <laughs> and he just wakes up in the cube, and it, and it's it like an escape room. <laughs> you can yeah. you've got to get out, and then but then South what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's weird to think about drugging people. Yeah. Because obviously that was a that was a possibility for your stag do was like I was like, Oh, I could put something in his beer and, and that would be interesting. And I'm sure that after a while you'd find it funny. But it, it does feel very, very, very weird. I mean there is yeah, there is a certain line that you are uh treading on in high heels. Yeah. <laughs> well it's just like it's like I think I'd always find it funny. If it was to happen to me, but it's just, it's just, there's, it's just evil to poison people. Yeah. Just, it's just evil. So it's like, you are, it just feels very you're forcing to them do. to be vulnerable and like yeah, incredibly just, vulnerable. But it's just, I think there's, it's that human, um, you know, DNA of morals that's like, you know, you need to be able to trust each other with food and drink. Mm. And anybody who poisons the well is like, the most evil person in the world. Yeah. So it just feels weird. I'm not against poisoning people. It but would it's affect just... the relationship, I think. Anytime yeah, you pass me way. a drink, like, I'll be right. Yeah, but like, I, I, again, I'd still, I'd reckon it'd still be funny after a <laughs> My while. My round? Like no. The... No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, the, it's like the same thing when um, I was, I can't remember what I was doing it for, but I was, it was for some kind of sketch or some kind of prop in the background of a sketch where, yeah, I was tying a noose. And as I tied the noose, I was just overwhelmed with, this is, this is just wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think any, there's a genetic thing of like, if you start tying a noose, stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Well, speaking of nooses, another video that was sent by a mutual friend who loves the, the horrific was a man who jumped out of a window with a noose around his neck. Um, and when he landed, you know, the noose was... Apparently, there's a reason why nooses are a certain length in the UK. OK. And it's because if it's too long, you fall for too long, you gain too much momentum, and so you become decapitated. Oh, so it doesn't just break your neck, it rips your head off. Yeah, because you're going too fast. Which, yeah. again, makes sense. Yeah. Um, and it needs to be short, not short enough, not too short, so that you don't strangle to death. It's got to be the perfect... Break your neck. So they've worked it out. Length. They've spent a lot of time killing people. A lot to... of time. And then some guy, like, in the last 10 years, jumped out of an apartment window and, yeah, decapitated himself in front of a large crowd. Oh. It's always fun, isn't it? Gross. But, yeah, something, something really weird about tongue and noose. And, yeah, it, it never even came close to poisoning anybody. But it was like, the thought of it was like, oh, that sounds like a funny idea. As you say, trank somebody and then wake them up surrounded by lions. Sounds like a great idea. Until yeah. you start to incorporate it into real life. And you're like, no, that feels, <laughs> that feels, that feels wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, if you wanted, you could always trank someone. Give it a go. Um, surrounded by lines. The plexiglass cube can store up to three people at a time and has a cir- has circular breathing holes that are too small for the lion- lion's paw to fit through. So <laughs> <laughs> what about holes? You've got to put holes in there? Yeah, but not lion-sized holes. Oh, yeah, not lion-sized <laughs> holes. What about lion hand-sized? Yeah. Pro- what's the problem with... Oh, they could put their hands through it, couldn't they? Yeah, fair enough. Well, smaller than lion fists. Yeah. <laughs> Get the lion to clench a fist, measure it, and then come back to me. A maximum of three people. That sounds like you're just in a box. Yeah, pretty much. Put it in an enclosure. Like an enclosure-sized thing. Yeah. I don't know, maybe they want to emphasise the cramped living conditions. Yeah, maybe it's a political statement. It is a lion's sanctuary, so they are very pro-lion. Pro-lion and against... Stag dudes. Yeah, you can come and see the lions, but we're going to lock you up. Yeah, we'll give you holes. Yeah. Not lion-sized holes. No, but no, holes. no, not after the last time. That was version one. We're on version version four now, and we've learned our <laughs> yeah. lesson. Yeah, we're learning. Yeah. Um, in other news, uh, a man in Cookville, Tennessee, has been arrested following a high-speed chase during which he severed his penis and threw it out the car window. <laughs> Maybe this will work. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's another uh, level, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Start amputating yourself to try and make yourself go faster. I don't know. I mean, if you were, if you, you get the the stories of like train drivers who've seen people kind of like jump in front of the train and stuff. Yeah. Like if you're on a police chase, and suddenly and like suddenly just a penis just hits the car window, like. Pfft, yeah, you have to kind of like wipe it off. Like I'm pretty sure that would, it would have a lasting impression. You'd be you'd be nearing verging on counselling to kind of get you'd that be image terrified out every time there was a hailstorm. Yeah, you'd be like, is it hail or is it fugitive penises <laughs> being hurled at me from, from uh, beyond? Gilbert uh, said he heard voices on the car radio tell him to commit the act in order to save the world. <laughs> yeah, I can save the world. Yeah. Just cut off your dick. Yeah, yeah. High speed yeah. car chase. Check. Cut off penis. Check. Throw it out window. Check. Well saved. Check. You're well you're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. I did this for you. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's amazing what voices people hear. Yeah. I mean, you'd have like, to assume he was nuts. Like, that's it's the only real reason that would happen. Yeah, well, it's like there's there's usually got to be some kind of justification somewhere, even if it's warped. Just some kind of justification. It's like, oh, that'll work. Yeah. Some thumbnail, and then it just kind of climaxes, and he's left bleeding from the groin in a stolen car. <laughs> Uh, when I put this is the police officer when I pulled up behind him and turned my lights on he took off and refused to stop he was all over the road the whole time uh, he turned off and came to a stop then he opened the door he was naked and covered in blood then he shut the door and just carried on driving um. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? Uh, so I'm just I'm taking this in Mark fine bye <laughs> see you later naked. yeah you had your, you had your moment yeah <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, that was that one. Uh, last one from me. Um, it's just a short one, but I thought it was funny. The Home Office has blamed a technical glitch after callers to an emergency Afghanistan helpline were redirected to a washing machine repair company in Coventry. Help! Help! <laughs> Have you, what's the problem with your washing machine? What? <laughs> <laughs> Bombs going off in the background. <laughs> What model have you got? <laughs> have you got the XMY700? <laughs> How does that happen? I don't, I don't know. Like, no. do we still use those people in basements who just, like, put the lines into different holes to be like... <laughs> and there's, like, one that goes to 999 and the other one that goes to washing machine repair. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the helpline, which was launched by the Home Office last week, uh, is for vulnerable non-British nationals in Afghanistan. So it's just anybody that's in trouble over there. Because I, I think we said we were taking in like 20,000, I think. Something like oh, that. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so I guess this is, this, is, this is the number you call to be one of those lucky 20,000 people. And you get, <laughs> <laughs> you get Brian, <laughs> Brian's washing machine repair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just trying to figure out what your problem is yeah. and trying to fix it with clean laundry. Yeah. Like, Afghanistan? I don't think I can fit that until Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got a seminar in Coventry you know, on Monday. I could guess I can go to Afghanistan Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, mean, I might have to... I've, 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 to be fair, I've got another one in Iran, so maybe I can fit them both in. Yeah. Yeah. Or oh, maybe I can just help it over the phone. You know, yeah. Have you tried changing the, the bucket or whatever it's called? <laughs> <laughs> the condenser. Have you tried draining the condenser? I yeah. Know. Yeah. No, you're still in government tyranny. Oh. Ugh. Um, try a dry... Tr I'm, try a spin cycle. Yeah. I'm surprised they I let you through customs with a washing machine. <laughs> I'll try my best. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll, I'll order the parts, but I can't guarantee they'll be with you until next Friday. Yeah, maybe it was just like a wrong number, like the digit was wrong Yeah, it's by just one. it. It's, it's like, it'll be like an auto switchboard thing, and so whoever set it up has just typed the wrong number in. <laughs> so this guy yeah. in, in, in Coventry <laughs> has got all these people from Afghanistan calling him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, just utterly traumatised. Business like, is booming, I'm, but like, <laughs> the customers are much more fragile now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they all They all desperately want my help. Yeah, but, and all the people on the other side are like, uh, I need to buy a washing machine in order to gain access to the UK. <laughs> like, I need I need help. Yes, but first, buy this washing machine. What yeah. is this? Some kind <laughs> of Del Boy Enterprise. 